Welcome back. Welcome back. Inside Voice, Outside. Episode 48. Before we get into that, I am Cindelano. Um, I am a free, free parent. <laughs> who doesn't know yes, how to who doesn't know how to behave as a free parent as a so, I need to clarify. <laughs> I have not been out here a while and my kid has been gone a little over 24 hours. I said as of yet. I'm not listen. I think maybe if I was younger, I would have some wilding out to do, but I've been I've been low-key for a lot of years. Now. No, but I don't but I don't think that when you're like child free that it's it's meant for you to be like up in the club popping bottles. Like I don't ever think that. I always just think that doing things for yourself, like you know, things that you would like to do for yourself consistently that you don't get an opportunity to do all the time. That's I all. feel like it's not gonna kick in for at least a good week. Right. I have three weeks. And I think the first week I'm still looking for her. Yes. Like I came home and I was like, oh, let me get up, make her something to eat. She ain't here. I woke up this morning. Let me make breakfast. She ain't here. I don't have to do nothing for nobody but myself. Right. That's why it ain't no food in the fridge. <laughs> I'm I'm starving. <laughs> I've been eating like I'm a college kid. Like I had that baguette. Yes. What'd you do? What did you do with the baguette? I ate that for dinner. You but, see, if I had my kid was here, I would have actually cooked dinner. Girl. But I, I'm gonna go. I'm taking myself out. I haven't had a good steak. Where are you going? Jay Alexander. Am I saying the right place? Jay Alexander? No. I don't think I'm saying the right place. I've been saying things wrong for the last two weeks, even on the podcast. And it makes me cringe because I sound like an idiot. Other people may be like, I'm not paying no attention, but it makes me cringe. So I am childless. I was about to say motherless. I'm not too, kind of. <laughs> I'm childless for the next three weeks. You see, I turned my head on that one. We shoot this out to my co-host. Who are you? <laughs> um yeah i'm tam joiner uh just uh starting for me school is starting again summer quarter begins after juneteenth i do have that day off yay juneteenth um so the summer quarter started and it started off pretty slow um which is all right with me i'm okay because we be so busy all the other times during the year mm -hmm. um uh, wanted to shout out this week, Father's Day. Shout out to the pops out there. Um, Isn't that today? Today, oh, today is well. Today we're we're, we're recording. We're recording today, today, and, today it's Father's and it's Father's Day. Day. So shout out to the daddies out there in the world. Um, I um I guess I'm okay this week, except for I was super duper annoyed when I got locked out of my Instagram account for oh, like a yes. few hours. It's an Instagram <clears throat> Meta. Mark Zuckerberg, let me address you. I'm not having any way to get in contact with anyone when there is a problem with your Instagram account. It's some bullshit. Ain't no hotline, ain't no email. There is absolutely nothing. There's a stupid help log support page on the internet. That's it. 
these new companies, <laughs> they will gladly take your money. They will gladly shut your shit down with the quickness, but they do not want you calling them. Yeah, I don't, I mean, here's the thing is that at this point, I don't even need you to call. Can you have a chat? Well, I can check. Right. I can, I can even do a chat because here's the thing is that when I do customer service, most of the time, I don't really want to talk to nobody because I don't want to sit on the phone. The last two times I got locked out of my bank account. <laughs> no. Georgia zone. Mm-mm. I got locked out of my bank account and not locked out like I couldn't use my card, but like I like to look at my account and I couldn't mm-hmm. get into the mobile app. I couldn't get into the app online. Cause I had to identify myself. Mm-hmm. Well, I get, I get online and I'm like, okay, well, let me call the customer service mm-hmm. line. You call the customer service line. It says, give me these things to identify who you are. Yes. I identify myself. So I'm thinking I verified my, who I am. So I should be able to get in. I still can't get in. Okay. So they're like, well, we have a long wait. So if you want somebody to call you back, I was on the phone waiting to speak to a human being for more than 45 minutes. That is unfucking acceptable. My credit union does not operate on the weekend. And I just be like, but if I have an issue, I got to wait till Monday. And if it's a holiday, I got to wait till Tuesday. This is what I'm saying. What the? I can't. And, and I get it, but I don't get it. And I say that I don't get it because I used to work customer service at, at Bank of America. Mm-hmm. We were, when, now this is a thousand years ago, but we worked all, I worked on Sundays, which means my schedule was Sunday to Thursday. Yeah, but banks and credit unions operate differently. Yes. And since the pandemic, they be like, the bank just changes hours when the fuck ever. I remember <laughs> Bank of America was like, we're closed on Wednesdays. Since when? We're short staffs. So just Wednesday, you short staff? You're not short staff Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday? I don't. Yeah. So, yeah. So, no. Yeah. So, yeah. So, um, yeah. That's been the week that I have had uh, customer service hell <laughs> is what I have been through this week. Um, and I would like to say, because my someone asked, well, how did you get back into your Instagram account? Mm-hmm. What's that? Because they yeah, own, because because they they own, own WhatsApp. WhatsApp now. That is like, how, that was oh, how they sent me a co- they sent me a code to my WhatsApp. That was the, the only way that I was able to get to my account. So that's I okay. mean, are you kidding me? So what if I didn't have WhatsApp? I just would have been out here still with no Instagram account. I had no idea Meta on WhatsApp yes. until I don't know what I was doing. And it mentioned, I, I think I was reading something on the new in the New York Times or something. I was like, what? Yeah. Like everything is being monopolized. It disgusts me. Yeah, it disgusts me too. And I just I can't do it. But either way. Yeah. Well, you know, and now that you you know who we are, um, we can talk about what's in our speaker box. So I remember last week when you said you miss the long songs, the seven, eight minute songs, right? Yeah. And I always forget. Harold Melvin and the Blue Notes, I miss you. That song is over seven minutes long, right? Yeah. But have you ever like really sat and listened to all the shit that was saying? All the shit at the end this nigga was saying. Yeah. Teddy Pendergrass asks, okay, 
How, and this song was recorded in the late, I say the early 70s. It was yes. a, a very early 70s. Yes. Like 70, 71. This is how you know fuckboys always existed. Ancient niggas always existed. This nigga said, I got a job now. I won the lottery. Maybe I can make it up to you. How my son doing? Did you, did you write this whole song? This song, listen, I'm just <laughs> gets me in the gut i love that song but lord but when he start talking niggas fuck it up every single time they start talking why did you start talking because now i don't give a shit about nothing you said about you miss me you have reminded me well i don't fuck with you in the first place you deadbeat ass nigga you won the lottery and came back with so many times i know this might not make up for everything i did but you know i just i just i miss my i want to see my son why you couldn't see your son when you was broke, nigga? But I still had it on repeat. Oh. <laughs> I had the singing part on repeat, and then I would rewind it because I don't want to hear you be a fuck nigga from the 70s. Baby, like, what? all of those songs, if you really listen to them, Ugh. girl, you know my favorite one. I watched TV until the TV went off. <laughs> nigga, that's 11 o'clock back in the day. <laughs> These old niggas, oh, they said they want this music to come back. I do too, because I get tired of hearing niggas be like, I fucked her in the ass. Like, <laughs> that's not good R&B to me. It's just not. It's wait, not. wait. We're going to talk about this tomorrow, but I just keep going. Please, I, leave that in hip hop. Yes, please. I don't, I don't want to hear that please. in my R&B. But yeah, that's le- that's legit my only song. Okay. Well, I mean, it was t- the time of two songs. So it's <laughs> seven minutes. Today, that, you know, if we go by that's TikTok. Actually that's three actually three songs. songs. <laughs> you know, TikTok standards, those three songs. Four, maybe. Yes. Because I mean, maybe even anytime four. y'all putting out an album and all the songs are a minute and 30 seconds, are we doing commercial breaks? Like, what? <laughs> Every album is an EP. Yeah, I like, I don't understand. I'm so confused by just music in general. But um, this week in my speaker box, uh, a shout out to the uh, Black Music Month Challenge music sermon. And yes. uh, she's making me go back uh, and listen to some stuff I haven't heard in a while. So this week, one of the tunes that I listened to was uh, Van Hunt's Seconds of Pleasure. Let me tell you something about that first Van Hunt album. Oh, that album. Oh. Uh, <laughs> if you don't know Van Hunt, because maybe some of you all are young than us a lot younger than us i would i would i want you to go back and listen to that first van hunt album uh, for some of you who don't know who van hunt is halle uh look Barry. halle Berry's man yes. van hunt he actually he makes music mm-hmm. <laughs> he makes music. really good music so his first album was amazing but seconds of pleasure was kind of the thing it was a thing um the second uh song is I went with back with Aubrey Aubrey Graham <laughs> um this uh this week to uh in my feelings um because I don't think people know I have a uh a, a website 
It's a tamsavage.com. Shout out to myself. And uh, the title on the page says, In My Feelings, But I'm Not Aubrey. So that's what the t- title of it is. So I had to give uh, Aubrey Graham a shout out, aka Drake, to some of y'all. And uh, I listened to In My Feelings. And I also wanted to give a shout out to uh, Gracie's Corner for getting a uh, big freedom on the remix of the Roll Your Boat uh, song. Um, if you don't know, most people who have kids pretty much know certain people. And Gracie's Corner is one of those um, that you put it on, let your kids listen, and they learn how to count. They learn how to sing the, the song that kids sing when they go to kindergarten. You know, row, row, row your boat, all those good things. But um, Gracie's Corner, and it's a little girl named Gracie and her dad, they put the music together. Mm-hmm. But they got um, Big Frida on the remix to Row Your Boat. So now it's not a... Um, a children's song as much as the, you probably might hear Row, Row, Row Your Boat in the club now because it's a bounce song. It has now become oh, a Lord. bounce song. So um, if you out smoking on your hookah and you hear Row, Row, Row Your Boat, <laughs> it's Big Frida. Don't be upset because it's a jam. It slaps. Everybody gets to booty bouncing. So even the babies because they played it for the kids and I saw pictures of uh, daycares and all the children was dancing super hard. So Good music. That's right. So, you know, always got to shout out Big Freedom all the time because I love Big Freedom. So, but that's what the must be the box. Yes, to Big Freedom. Um, let's talk about what's ghetto in the world today. I'm going to mention this because I, I'm going to make this short. I want people to understand what menopause is. And what perimenopause is, what just plain old menstrual cycles are. I would like the human population to understand this because I was reading my daily New York Times. <laughs> I had to stop reading the Wall Street Journal. I, I go back and forth because Wall Street Journal be lightweight racist sometimes. Lightweight? Being nice. Yeah, you're being very nice. So I had to give myself some balance and I started back reading the New York Times. But there was a lady who got fired from her job because her periods would just come out of the blue, right? And she got blood on her chair one time. Um, She got blood on the carpet on the floor one time and she had some on her clothing another time now mind you these periods they're called flash periods so for people who don't know anything about perimenopause it is the stage that comes before menopause Mm -hmm. so you still so how you know you get menopause is when you have not consistently had a period for a year a year it has to be a full 12 months has to go by. So even if 11 months go by and you get your period on the 12th month, you're still in perimenopause. Yep. It's a bitch. Yes. Perimenopause, you get some of the same symptoms as menopause, but you still get a period. Now it may be spotty. It may come when it fucking feel like it. Right. It fucks all your hormones up. Yes. This is what I'm currently going through. There's a filter on our are recording but without the filter you can see i'm going through it's like i got teenage acne yeah. all over fucking again it's my hormones it's 
yes, I can go to an esthetician and they can talk to me, but because it's hormonal, right? I'm just, I basically be wasting money. I don't know. It's only so much you can do. Right. It's really only so much you can do. I can try to do things, but I don't know when my face is going to break out. It just do. I was with this nigga all day yesterday. My face didn't break out until this morning at 11 o'clock. Oh my God. It perimenopause is a bitch and a half because you're old. Right. But your body is acting like you're 13. Yeah. Okay. Menopause, you just don't you don't have a period. Your your body is basically telling you if you have female reproductive organs, it's basically saying, Hey bitch, we're shutting down. You can no longer have kids. Do what you want with that information. We just let you know. Right. You can't have kids no more. So their perimenopause can last. It can last up to 10 years before yep. your menopause actually kicks in. Yep. Menopause can last anywhere between four to eight years. Yep. So you can pretty much be going through hell for 15, 20 years. Yeah. It sucks. So this lady, she's perimenopausal. She has flash periods. Some reasons in the news. And her job fired her for, ha- for having poor hygiene. What in the ghetto motherfucking hell? I don't even know when this period is coming. It just comes and her period would just come and come like a deluge. Like, yeah. So she would stand up and look at her chair and be like, oh my God. Right. And first of all, bad hygiene. Like, oh, I knew it was coming. I ain't care. I just was going to sit in my chair bloody. No woman likes to have this I, without getting too graphic okay period blood is a monster it's not it's not like you cut your finger okay yeah. it is a every person who gets a period knows it's terrible that it's a different type of blood yeah it's blood but it's a lot of other shit going on too so you don't want it on you no period at all so when it just comes out of nowhere, I have an IUD and mine comes the fuck out of nowhere. Yeah. I know it's coming every three months. It never comes. Like I can't schedule it on a calendar. And that's the thing is that most people feel like, and most women, most people who have a period, mm-hmm. I, do, yes. correct, I have to correct myself. Most people who have a period kind of know most of the time it's on a schedule. When you get to this phase in your life, yes. ain't, ain't no schedule. Your body ain't just, no schedule. Uh, oh yeah. Also, perimenopause. This is the side that has nothing to do with blood. One of my titties is bigger than the other. <laughs> now, forty years, I don't want the same size titty. <laughs> it's so much bigger than the other one. I have to wear a bigger bra just for this one big ass titty. That gets bigger when my period comes. So I have a bunch of titty meat that just hang out. <laughs> because I'm not buying period bras that I only, only wear maybe four times. <laughs> like, what? Do you know how much bras cost? No, they have no idea. The $76. Torture devices. For a good one, yeah, 
I mean, I can go to Walmart and get a cheap one for $20. Yeah, but you're going to be replacing about six months. And you either, if you have big boobs in the underwear, I will poke you to death and then give you bruises. Or it just will look like you have um, laying down titties. Like you'll just have barrel slippers. So it's It's ghetto being a a woman. Uh, But to get back to the lady. Yes. She sued her job. They ended up coming to a settlement, though. Um, but yeah, people are firing people for having a period. Shitty ass period. That's but that to me, the whole idea of being able to fire someone for biological reasons, yes, is very much the whole anti-trans law mm-hmm. things like that, and. You know, speaking on that, Excuse I me. had, you know, I'm a huge fan of Drag Race. I, mm-hmm. RuPaul's Drag Race is my thing. Uh, one of the queens on RuPaul's Drag Race um, was saying that, and I think that, I think she actually won RuPaul's Drag Race. And um, she was saying that how they're having all of these laws against drag queens. And she said, but you have to understand that they're they're saying it's drag queens, but that's a, a backwards way to get to trans people. Yep. And she was like, and and you know, when she was explaining to someone, they were like, what do you mean? And she was like, in the law, it's basically saying that if you are in a tire that is opposite of what your biological gender is, that you can go to jail. So what does that mean for people who are trans? But this is how stupid it is because women were just allowed to wear pants in what the 70s, the 60s, something like that. So, you gonna arrest us for wearing jeans, leggings, it's a- pants because you because you want to arrest men for wearing dresses and skirts when you go to other countries and um tunics. Girl, kilts. Like, I hate America. It's so ghetto here. It's so ghetto. Oh, speaking of more ghetto, hit it. I wanna leave. Um, <laughs> so to the most ghetto place again. Uh, not in the country, but the most ghetto place in the world, Florida. Florida. I'm sorry, like. Ron DeSantis wants the award for the most fuck shit you can make, turn into law in the state of Florida. I don't know how y'all live there. I don't know how y'all survive in that space. It won't get my money. Um, to uh, This week he signed a bill into law that you cannot uh, sell cars direct to consumers. So now I know y'all like sell direct to consumers. Listen, if you have a car dealership, Honda car dealership, mm-hmm. those are fine. You can go buy you a Honda from the car dealership, whatever, you know, if it's a family-owned car, you know, what's the one around here? Hennessy. Hennessy yes. sells all the cars around here. So I could go to Hennessy and get me a Lexus. That's mm-hmm. fine. But if I wanted a custom Lexus that I wanted to order online and get with all the bells and whistles, they don't have it on the lot, but I could go directly to Lexus and purchase it and have it shipped to my home, that is now illegal in the state of Florida. Unless it is an electric vehicle with Tesla at the top of the 
Tesla at the top of the list because he's buddies with Elon. So basically you have made all of these ways of making it easier for consumers to purchase vehicles. You've made it more of a drama filled episode when it doesn't have to be because you, you know, you, you want to make something easy for your homeboy. Mm -hmm. So you basically have taken the car buying process backwards, millions of years backwards. The car dealers are saying they're going to abide by the rules, but it wouldn't shock me if they don't get together and sue the state of Florida. Like, because basically it's, it's weird to me because it's like all of these things that Ron DeSantis is doing, and maybe it is purposeful, that he is cutting everything off from the state of Florida. Like he's, he's preventing people from doing pretty much anything. And then the people who can't afford to leave are stuck doing this shit that is not normal. You know what this, uh, what always comes to mind is the Bugs Bunny with the saw. Baby! In Florida also, it is separate. <laughs> United oh my God, if we could get like a jackhammer and just blow that bitch off. I feel bad for the people who live in Florida. It's like, no, we we don't approve of this, but we can't do anything yeah. because it's politics. I mean, you have uh, you have done the gerrymandering and have excluded the black vote, so the black people can't even vote black people in. Like, it's all of these things that you have done to basically make the state of Florida, the most primitive space in the United States. This went backwards on me. I mean, you really want it to be 1900s Florida. Ugh. And I guess, yeah, again, no. Florida ain't getting none of my, I had a free vacation to Fort Lauderdale. Mm -mm. Baby, I, um, I changed that. Vegas, here I come. <laughs> 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 yes, yeah. So fuck you, Florida. Fuck you, Ron DeSantis. Like, I mean, there's good people in Florida, and yes, they, they're doing what they can. But that man is Satan, like incarnate. Like that is that man is Satan. Just evil. Just super evil. So the world is a ghetto. Yes, it is. It as we get into, I mean, what we're going to be talking about is even more ghetto. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's not more ghetto. It's just As ghetto. more ghetto stuff. Yes. Um, episode forty-eight: colorism versus phenotype. We wanted to have this conversation because everything needs to be talked about. Oftentimes, the colorism conversation comes up, and it's like you're light-skinned. You shouldn't be having this conversation. And by the definition yeah. of colorism. I 100% understand that sentiment. Yeah. And I, I'm going to read it so everyone who is lighter skinned will not get in a feelings. Right. Okay. The definition of colorism, Color. prejudice or discrimination against individuals with a dark, dark, is the key not word. this, yes. dark skin tone, typically and this is the part where you know somebody white wrote this, typically among people of the same ethnic or racial group. Now, colorism was actually created by some racist white people. Of course. Okay. We, as in non-whites, did the not majority. create, yes, the global majority did not 
create this. It is a offshoot of racism. Mm -hmm. Okay. Like most of the isms other than feminist. Yeah. Right. They're offshoots. So it is closely aligned with racism because it is a way to keep non-whites divided into thinking one is better than the other. Yes. It is not. I am not better than Tamara because my skin is lighter. I can be just as funky a bitch. Okay. It is, there's no difference. My skin color doesn't make me any better than her. Oh, goodness. Now, phenotype bias and prejudice and discrimination. This is oftentimes what lighter skinned people are referring to when they say they're discriminated against within their own community um, or that they still experience racism because of the color of their skin mm -hmm. or because they are non-white. And there's this unnecessary conversation that goes back and forth, mainly between Black people, because Black people want to be heard of all different representations. We want to be heard. And it's not fair to silence someone who's having a fucked up experience simply because they don't have a word for what they're experiencing, right. which we do. Prejudice and discrimination exists, yeah. period. Again, those words don't get used enough because everybody wants to tell everybody that they're racist. Right. Prejudice and discrimination are right there for you to utilize also. But shout out to Dr. Raquel on Instagram because she was just like, oftentimes what we are talking about is phenotype bias and we miss stated as colorism Correct. and that's where a lot of the arguing comes in so phenotype bias y'all is discrimination based on skin color but it's it has to do with race related characteristics gotcha so me and tamara are going to talk about our experiences because this is phenotype bias definitely can happen within your own community. Yeah. And I'll give you an example. Um, because nobody can take my experience and tell me that I have it easier than someone else. Right. Because I'm light-skinned. While I do acknowledge there is a... Racist white people have set up this world. This is where systemic racism comes in. To where lighter-skinned people benefit from things that darker skinned people are. I fully acknowledge this. I hate it. It disgusts me. I hate that I have to acknowledge it because I still got to deal with these funky ass racist white people yep. as I acknowledge that they will hire me before they hire someone else darker, but yep. they still be like, they still some niggas. At the end of the day. I hate that shit mm -hmm. because I still have to deal with they asses. Yep. So, when I was in high school, there was these this guy, and he wanted to have sex with me. I did not want to have sex with him. Now, he was Tamar skin color. And he went so far as to say, what, am I not light enough for you? Now, Hoss. Look, I'm like, sir? Anyone who knows me. Like, knows me, knows me, knows. Yes. I love a dark-skinned nigga. Yes. Like, that's that, Look, that's my preference. 
okay? I don't be checking for light-skinned dudes because I, and this is childhood trauma related. We're not going to get into this. I never wanted to date anyone who could possibly look like my dad. Right. My dad was lighter than me. Not dating on life saying niggas. I'm like, I'm good. Now that's some shit I got to deal with on my own time. So when he said it, it was comical because it was just like, no, I, I don't want to fuck you because you're disgusting. Right. Not because that's, you're brown skin. That's an option, boo. But he said, bitches like you are only good for rape. Did you just threaten to rape me because I was light skinned? What? Man, listen. If man, listen. If people really, what? Really, really knew the things that people have said to us, there would be a better understanding of the way that we are with people. Yes, women, girls, you think. You all that because you light skin and got green eyes. Oh God. No, bitch, you think that I'm all that. I'm just existing in this shitty ass fucking world. And here you come making it about skin. Why don't you have something better to do with yourself? Yeah. I remember there was a young lady who was enthralled with um he who shall not be named on my podcast. And he was fucking with me. But because she wanted to be in a relationship with him, she said, you think he wants to be with you, but he doesn't. You're the closest he can get to a white bitch. He's fucked his share of white bitches. So no, I'm not. I'm actually not. Wow. Did it ever cross your mind that maybe he... Just not like it. Right. He just didn't want to be with you. You're like, don't. Why are, where's the hatred coming from for me? His mom likes skin. Like. And I used to have to sit through him talking about his preference was dark skinned women. I'm, I'm your wife. Why that is a whole different podcast. It is, but, but this I is. I know what I'm saying. Just phenotype like, bias yes. comes from your own people. Yep. And the white racist people, they get to benefit from us having these the racial in, biases against each other. The good infighting. Yes. Because uh, these niggas fight amongst themselves while we still, if we see these two apply for a job, don't hire that the dark skinned motherfucker, hire her. Yeah. She's less threatening. The, well, I, maybe I might be the more militant one. That, that whole notion <laughs> that, you know, the less threatening, that irritates the shit out of me my skin color makes me less threatening. why because if if the cotton fields actually still existed in the plantations i would be in the house getting raped versus you having to rape this nigga out in the fields nigga. that's more I, that was more work for them it was hot outside nigga i'm in the house i'm stabbing i'm shanking niggas <laughs> that night. like <laughs> and i used to say that all the time even to people that i had previously been friends with and you have it easy because you're light-skinned is that what you tell yourself i i hate that people will put that on you like you know like your yeah. friends will put that on you no these are not my friends anymore i mean I know they're not. Very clear. You know, 
But I'm saying at the time when they were your friends, the yeah. fact that they would put that on you as to my to make it your issue. Like, the, first of all, I need you to deal with the internal things that are going on with you that are making you project this onto me because I ain't got nothing to do with it. Because how do I address this? Somebody that is supposed to be my friend yeah. telling me that they actually hate me a little bit because <laughs> I'm light-skinned and I get any guy that I want and and people pay me attention nobody pays them attention because they're dark skin nobody pays you attention because you're fucking annoying bitch not because you dark skin well because that never come that never came up in any conversations that i ever had with anybody it was never your your skin color but then internally the i think what's going on in the rest of the world you're being rejected because of your skin color by other people so in your mind you're telling yourself, well, when I see her, all the guys want to talk to her. Right. All the girls want to be friends with her. Right. Mm, you never stop to think that maybe I'm just that nigga. Right. Not because of my skin color. But yeah. No, I get what you're like, saying. And but having these con- I can have this conversation with you. Ha- imagine just sitting there and having to take all of that Mm -hmm. and she's in this vulnerable state and she's crying and it's very it's an emotional time and I was intentionally emotionally stunted at that time so I'm just like why the fuck is this bitch crying to me like this is my problem right there was a nicer way to put that but that was going through (laughs) my head at the time but that really isn't my problem and when we do this infighting mm-hmm. we make it each other's problem as if i should be able to solve the colorism issues that you have and i should not speak about my any phenotype bias that i've experienced right because colorism exists but the but the thing is that again with the good old infighting we're doing all the infighting and never at once have we looked at the the original predicator of all of these things. You know what I'm saying? Like, yes. We, we know who created it, who started it, but instead of us getting together and being like, hey, sis, we are experiencing this because of the white man. Yes. We need to go kill that nigga. <laughs> like, you know what I'm like? We're not killing we're any white people. Like, just like, people but this, is a, this is a slave conversation. Like, <laughs> Right. From uh, 1850. But, but you know, that's, but that's, that's the thing is that, but I feel like it's in all situations. Like for me, I, I will say this. I watch, um, if you have, you have never seen uh, Indian Matchmaker, the TV show, Indian Matchmaker, no. it's on Netflix. So it's basically about them creating arranged marriages. Yes. But about watching that, a lot of times you get some information and you get to see some things. I have always heard about the caste system in the country of India mm-hmm. and how the, because um, there are Indian people that are way darker than me. I have a few students who, yes. are, who are from the country of India who are way darker than I am. But, um, and in their country, they call them black. They're considered black in their country. Yes. Um, but there's a whole lot of discrimination in that realm of 
uh, the country of, in the country of India based on the caste system, which has levels to it based on mm-hmm. your skin color. Um, when in watching the show Indian Matchmaker, if you ever watch it and then go to like some of the um, Indian influencers or on social media, and they always have this whole thing about colorism, like it's yep. a huge thing that show, sometimes shows itself on the TV show, but for outsiders like me, I don't, I wouldn't really notice it because, you know, this is a whole different culture. Like, I don't know, but having someone within that culture say to you that this is kind of the thing that happens. So of course it happens in, in black community, happens in other brown communities all over the world. Mm-hmm. Colorism is a thing, again, created by a white man. Yes. Um, for me, as far as colorism, I'm pretty much middle of the road brown. Like mm-hmm. I don't fall in either category. Um, but the thing that I used to get when I was younger is I had a friend, one of my really good friends, who's probably about this much darker than me, like literally, like this much darker than me. Mm-hmm. But because she was that much darker than me, I was the light skinned one. But I'm not light skinned. I'm not even, I'm not, you know me. I am not even You're close. Not I'm not even close to me. Like, but that was like, if they, wanted to, <laughs> like, if they wanted to distinguish us, it would always be, they would always refer to me. Like, I, and I was like, how is, and I would never respond because I'm not light-skinned. Like I have cousins who are your color or yes. lighter. So I'm never going to respond if somebody called me light-skinned because I don't know who you talk to, nigga. Like, what are you <laughs> But I feel like, in those moments, it was a shot at her, not even not even really being interested in wow. me as much as it was a shot at her to to make her feel othered in those situations. And I was always like, I never responded because I was like, I don't really know who you're talking to. Right. Like, like what the fuck? I don't like what? The but fuck? I'm glad you mentioned India. Yes. Asia. Because I used to be friends with someone who um they're Cambodian and their aunt was talking to me one time and she always she had a a really funny odd way about herself when she was around me and she didn't speak very good English Uh but if you listened really closely you could like piece together what she was saying and so she tells me the story about she comes out she says she don't trust light-skinned people and I said, excuse me? I don't trust you. And I, I was like, I haven't done anything to you. <laughs> and so she told me the story about in their country, if you were lighter skinned, nine times out of 10, it was because you were mixed with French. Uh, right? And the, the French were not to be trusted. Right. And I said, but that's not me. I'm Black. Right. And she said, you too. So I mentioned this because everybody that is light-skinned, I also want us to stop thinking that everyone who is light-skinned is mixed with something. Yes. And this is where phenotype comes in because it has to do with your racial characteristics. Yes. Okay? So when I was in high school, what you mix with? A light-skinned nigga and a dark-skinned nigga? No, you're not. You mix with that. No, I'm not. I had people think that I was Mexican. 
I had people think I was Samoan, Puerto Rican, Dominican, of course, your classic zebra biracial, black and white. I've, I've had it all. And when I try to tell people, no, my parents are two black people, right? Nobody wants to believe me. I even dated someone who was, I can't remember what this motherfucker was, but they was a nigga at the end of the day, okay? We're walking down the street, we look like two niggas. <laughs> and she swore that I was lying about my heritage that I just wanted to claim that I was 100% black. Now this motherfucker was clearly not all black, okay? Uh-huh. Motherfucker looked like Saweetie. And we know she's- Filipino and black. She's Filipino and black, right? But she swore. But what she was looking type, and the reason I mentioned this is because phenotype, people look at your hair. Yep. They look, and mind you, this is moose. This is set lotion. They make these curls do this, yeah. okay? I got nigga hair. Yeah. But they look at, with phenotype bias, they look at your hair, they look at your skin color, they look at your features. Yeah. So if, but this is the crazy thing. Look at Tamara's nose and look at my nose. Who got more yeah. than nigga nose? But this is phenotype. that They look at her and immediately, she's a nigga. Yeah. Even though some of her features might, phenotype wise, could be something else yeah i very right? i very much do not have uh, what they call the typical black people nose <laughs> you don't have the button nose <laughs> i don't have the nose i have i pretty much i mean i have a white people's nose I'm yes. not gonna lie, i do but even with phenotype they look at body shape also so a lot of times when you are lighter skinned they'll look at your body oh okay if you're shaped a little different than your typical black woman, meaning you don't have a lot of hips or ass or titties, oh, she she might be mixed with white. I want us to understand as black people, you literally, yes, because of slavery, yes, yes I will acknowledge some of us do have European blood. Uh yeah, I'm uh okay. We uh my sister did it. We we got a, a good 11 11% European. Now, look at her skin color. Look at mine and ask me how much European I have in mine. It's so little. So little on the the, the uh what is that? The uh breakdown that. Yes. It's less than 1% for me. Yeah. And I'm sitting at a whopping 11. I have a friend who is 51% white. But she, her phenotype is a black person. So this is why I think it's important that when we have these conversations and we see it on social media all the time, the arguing and people being like, well, I have it harder than you and whatnot. This is by design. Yes, they want us to have these asinine arguments because it detracts. I think it was Tony Morrison who said, "You know, you guys are focusing on this. It's a distraction." Yeah. Was it Tony Morrison? I think it was Tony Morrison. Sorry. I can't. You paraphrasing, but I know what you're talking. I am. About. I'm paraphrasing. Yeah, she said she was like everything else is a distraction. 
It is. Like everything else is, in, and, and, it's, and it's true. It's very much true. And it, I mean, when I tell you the distractions are working so good on Oof. Oh my God, the distractions have us in a motherfucking chokehold and I'm tired. I'm just tired because it's 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 ridiculous ass circles it that is. people continuously go in. And these and y'all stop. These are not the oppression Olympics. This is nah. not it's not a competition to see who gets oppressed the most. None it's of really us, not. none of us should be oppressed. Like, let's stop fighting with each other to see who got it worse. Like, I don't, I don't want you to have it worse than me. I don't want to have it worse than you. Why are we fighting about who got it worse? That sounds stupid to me. Y'all quit it. I mean, you know, it's it all comes from why why racism was instituted in the first place. Yes. It was a control thing, it's power, right? So the same thing with colorism. When Tamara was speaking about the caste system, well, it's still it may not be clearly outlined here in the United States, but yet that is why we as light-skinned people, we do have to acknowledge our privilege because yeah, we have these ridiculous as racist white people who are just like allow her to buy this car because she's non-threatening allow her to move into this neighborhood because she or they are non-threatening i mean i've even had conversations with other light-skinned people who are just like i just don't understand why i should have to give up something like i'm a nigga too and i work hard for my shit and i should have to give it to someone else because they're darker than me listen bitch if it's obvious if it is fucking obvious that there's an opportunity being taken away from someone who is darker, let that shit go. Give it to them. It's, it really is no different than you being aligned with a white person who says they're an ally and they being up for a position. You guys are both up for the same position and, but you know that you are more qualified for the position then they are, but they are given the position. They are grossly unqualified, right. but they are, they're in the same rankings as you. And they say, I know if I accept this, you're not going to get it. I'm not going to accept it because you deserve it. Right. There are allies in the world. And this is how I have to say, this is how lighter skinned people have to show up. So this is when this arguing starts happening and darker skinned people are just like, I just don't feel that light skinned people should even be having this conversation. It's because we have to have a different conversation. Right. It isn't that we cannot talk about it, it's how are you talking about it? And so many of my skin color and lighter, what we have done is we do play the race of limits. Like, I've had it hard too. Nobody's saying that you didn't. And you, no one, I will never allow anyone to take that and say it felt worse than how Tamara may have been treated because no, the fuck it didn't. Right. But what, what, what I will say is as fucked up as it is, the whole shit, I'm talking about the whole system. Yeah. I do have a responsibility for helping out my darker brothers and sisters. And, and it, it's, and here's the thing about colorism as a whole. I saw this on TikTok where there was a young white woman and she was like, there was a video and she did, you know, on TikTok, you can do a stitch. Mm-hmm. She did a stitch and she said, you guys, this is a white girl. She was like, they're arguing in the comments. 
the pale white girls and the tan white girls and they're using the term colorism Mm -mm. she was like are you fucking kidding me she was like are you kidding me she was like this is i can't she was like this is ridiculous so see what we have done that's not on us (laughs) that's not on us but i'm saying is that (laughs) and when i say us i'm talking about yeah yeah, that's not on us but but the thing is that now we got we got them fighting because they want to look because they want to be oppressed too so white people (laughs) stay wanting to be part of black culture so very much other non-white cultures also yeah without doing the heavy lifting of actually being in the culture yeah like the entire time black women were wearing their nails long Tamara got long nails too my nails be longer than this and i cut them down every single time because i can't get my gas my credit card out there. Yes, get you the things you can yes yeah, i need it to get those. yeah the entire time black women wear their nails like this were you considered ghetto yeah Okay. And I had a white woman come up to me and be like, how do you do anything with those? I said, I do it the same way you do it with yours, honey. Exactly. I wipe my ass the same. I know that's what you wanted to ask. How do I wipe my ass? I wipe my ass. My ass is probably cleaner than yours. I also use towels. (laughs) I wipe my ass the same way you wipe yours. Yeah. Maybe even better. I cook with these. I clean with these. I used to do bugs hair with these. Yeah. It is an extension of my finger. finger. Yeah. My nails can, my normal nails can grow this long. Yep. But less than white girls do it, but now it's trendy. Look at how urban and fancy right. it is. The same thing with our makeup, our hair. Yep. When we wear different color hair, we wear different wigs and extensions and all of that shit. It's okay when white people do it. When black people do it, it's always a problem. And this is where them trying to be like us, it's just, it's weird because that, those terms were created, they came out of racism. Yep. They created light skin, dark skin. Us niggas didn't give a fuck about that. And I, I mentioned all light skin people don't always have white in them. Right. Because the African tribes, the whole continent of Africa, okay? Has continent, 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 not country. Continent. There, there are countries, there in, are countries Africa. in Africa. So there are countries in Africa that have tribes of people, entire tribes. Right. My skin layer, skin color. You take the full spectrum of black people color and there were entire tribes that were each color. No white people existed in those tribes. So it is insulting even for black people to assume that if you light skin, you are immediately a biracial. Right. And that's no shade to the biracials. You can't help it that your mama and daddy is black and something else. Yes. I'm not saying that, or something and something else. There's nothing wrong with that. What is wrong with it is when we take it and we make it this big, ugly thing. Right. Because it's different. If you slip out throat right now and you slit cameras, guess what's going to happen? We both going to die, nigga. And blood going to come out. Red blood is going to come out. 
this isn't even minimizing anything. Right. It's to say we're still people at the end of the day. Yep. When you harm her and you harm me in the same capacity, we both feel pain. Right. Her pain is not worse because she's dark-skinned. My pain is not worse. It doesn't hurt less because I'm light-skinned. Exactly. But this infighting. Yeah. it's the. It, I mean, I have always said that the infighting will be the death of us. Mm-hmm. And if and I want us to to start recognizing that because now we have a generation of people who are telling people that they aren't black and that mm-hmm. it, it, it's a whole lot. It, it's like me and Nisha always say this, and it's funny. We always be screaming, "We losing recipes," <laughs> because now you are you are calling people white passing when you don't know what white passing is. I and am not white. You passing. are you are misusing the term because passing is an action. Like somebody can be very fair skin and be black. That doesn't mean they're white passing because passing is an act. And if you don't understand what passing is, then you need to research that shit before you start talking about it and start calling people white passing when they're not passing. This person is light skin and is a part of the black community. They're not white passing. Passing means that you are passing yourself off as white in the white community. So y'all ain't even using the term right. Right. Like so, it's it's it, y'all y'all take things and you run with it because you saw some nigga on YouTube and he said it. Like, stop, stop, please. YouTube University will not save you, and it's not <laughs> saving our community. It's just causing more chaos because there's so much misinformation. Y'all just are taking, and it's. I feel like this is weird, and I know it's gonna sound weird. It's like. Everybody wants to appear, appear is the key word in this, Mm -hmm. appear to be smarter than they are. Mm. It's okay to not know things. It's all right. I don't know a lot of shit. And if somebody says something to me, I'll be like, yo, I don't know nothing about that. What's that about? Tell me about that. I didn't know phenotype bias was a thing. I thought when we're having these conversations, I was using colorism too. What other word goes for it, right? right? I never said reverse colorism because that's some bullshit. But I was just like, it's still still colorism. And there are certain conversations I will not have with other Black people because they want to double down on things. And it's like, "This this is not that. Right. So even when this came up, I remember I wrote, I wrote something, um, And Kendrick Lamar has a song. um, What is the song? It was on the tip of my tongue. I wrote a whole blog as I was listening to the song. Um, Complexion. Yes. Yeah. He has a whole song and he's talking about it or whatever. And he's talking about colorism and how we act as people, how one thing is better. We act like one thing is better than the other. Um, and it's, it's weird because we should appreciate that black people is the one, we're the one group where we all can look different and yep. all be black. I think that is it's dope beautiful. As fuck. It's dope as fuck. Yes. Even within our families, even, even it's, it's amazing how our skin goes. Like I can be Tamara skin color sometimes. When I grew up, and I didn't know that I was light-skinned for a long time. People laugh about this. Because when I was in California, I had a year-round tan. 
the sun shine different in California. I don't know what that's about. I'm not hating. It was great. But when I moved to Georgia is when I realized I was light-skinned because they have four seasons here. Yeah. In California, it's either hot or it's cold. But the sun pretty much shines mm -hmm. for the most part. So you're always, your skin is it's getting cooked. I can show you pictures yeah. where you have seen me, your skin yeah. color, I right? Have, I, have. I came here in a winter. I got so light skin. I looked super pale. Somebody took a picture of me. And when the flash hit, we were going through the pictures. And someone's like, who's that white girl? Half of that's you. I said, I asked. <laughs> I know. That's why, why are you taking pictures of white girls? And they were like, nigga, that's you. This is when my hair is a little longer, too. And I was like, that's not me. I'm not that light. And they were like, uh, yes, you are. But this is the amazing thing about Black people is yeah. that, and this is melanin. Bad melanin bad. does this. But this whole colorism thing, it also happens within the Latino community. Yes. Um, and they, some of them don't even want to acknowledge that they Black. Oh. Okay. That's, the, some, that's something else. Please don't get into <laughs> that because they could be darker than me and you. I am not the Black. I'm Dominican. I'm Dominican. You're a nigga. That's really the. You can be Dominican and a nigga too. Yeah, yeah that's really the. That's the really throw. That's the throw off for me. But is this, that's that's some also like, where's your self awareness? Yeah. About who you are, and this is the whole colors and phenotype thing. This brings in race, nationality, ethnicity, all of it. It it fucks people's heads up. It be kicking people ass because they don't be knowing, right. the, they don't know the difference between them. And I mean, I feel like if people actually learned what those differences oh, yeah. were, then it would be less arguments, but you don't want to, you don't want to know that. As much as we think that the United States of America is ghetto as hell, our nationality, we're Americans. Yeah. I hate it. Yeah. I would like to be something else. Um, yeah. I would like to just double down and no, I'm African, nigga. Yeah, I would love to double down on that. I would oh unfortunately I was not born in Africa. Girl. I was not born there, I was not raised there. I am an American, yes. unfortunately. But that's where African American comes from. Right. Because yes, I can claim that I am a an American, but I'm actually I'm a black American. Yeah. I don't listen. I don't give shade to nobody if they, whatever you want to identify as call yourself. If your phenotype lines up with that and that's actually who you are, so be it. Yeah. And I know these conversations, they, there's a fine line here because when we have these conversations, then people want to bring in talking about trans people. We're not talking about that and keep that shit out of here. Yeah. Not, that's not shade to trans people. That's shade to people who are trying to strip trans people of their identity. Yes. That's a whole nother conversation. But I'm what we are talking about is people not wanting to identify as things because then you have to admit who you are. Yep. And I think that's that's fucking weird because as tough as it is to be a black person, I don't want to be nothing else. Right. I was like, like jokes like. I'm turning in my black card. Yes, because we're we're acting really ignorant. I, but I, I that's those are jokes. Yeah, but I would I I can honestly say like just like you I would I wouldn't trade it. 
I wouldn't trade it. I just, I don't, because it would indicate that I don't think that Black people are good enough. Right. And to exist, to be here. For me to want to be something else, no. I just don't like how people treat us. Yeah. I will never like that. Like, I mean, but to, to say that you want to be something else means that the white man won. And you will never win, nigga. You created white nigga. You created race. And you told us who we had to be when we already knew who we were. <laughs> yes. We had, you told your own people who they had to be. Yeah. So y'all can level up. And then you cause this, this discord literally between everybody. Now it's so much discord in the uh, Latino community that I've noticed a lot of them are not going by Latino or Latinx anymore. They're going back to Hispanic, but everybody's not Hispanic. Right. Right. Wow. What is happening? But that is, it's racial discord. Yeah. And it's usually perpetuated by the originators of racial upheaval. So racist white people. Yeah. I'm not, this is not me and me and Tamara, we talked about this before this episode, talking about we have to get back to using words correctly. Yes. Prejudice and discrimination literally exist amongst every group of people. people. Yes, it does. So when we talk, and I specifically say racist white people in every episode, because y'all not going to arbitrarily listen to some episode and be like, she's a racist. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not prejudiced against white people either, nor do I discriminate against them. I am speaking the truth. Now, racist white people. They don't want to talk about the truth. That's why they ban in fucking books. Yes, and that's and why they, they take taking the histories out of the school system. Right. But in the history of humankind, and we're gonna focus on ghetto ass America. Mm-hmm. Who created all these rules? It was not black people, it was not Latinos, it was not Asians, it wasn't nobody but white men. Yeah. White men created these rules, right? And I think it's fair to say racist white men created these rules because they they purposely set it up to where they could, them and their families would stand to benefit from the labor of other people. Yep. And that system hasn't gone anywhere. It's only been further reinforced over the hundreds of years the United States of America has been in place. Yep. That's it. We're just speaking facts. If I'm lying... Prove me wrong. Prove it. Prove me wrong. I listen. You can't come and tell me that your grandmama told your grand. Fuck you and your grandmama. Okay. Look, because she probably don't know how to read neither. Man, this nigga know how to read. So you can't. You can't. You can't do that. But colorism and phenotype. I want my people. Mm -hmm. I want us to release ourselves from the shackles of this, <laughs> yeah. this infight yeah <laughs> like i do listen i'm tired i'm tired <laughs> i'm just tired like because it's it really is a cyclical conversation nothing i, I want you know how like you know when they have a, a roundabouts i don't want to keep driving in the roundabout i want to take a side street yes. can we all just take a side street 
and go in the right direction versus running around in this circle just because somebody throw down a, a, a roundabout in front of us don't mean you got to drive mm-hmm. around and around in it it's like it, it's so weird to me because when the conversation come up I'll be like are we still doing this yes like, I feel like everybody is at the point that I go are we still talking about this like I think it's still going to be a conversation because you also have people who think they are better. So this is where classism comes in. Comes in yep. is, but classism is also an offshoot from racism. Okay, when all these white people on these plantations and slaves, you know, there were some white people who owned plantations and they were still didn't have no fucking money. Baby, they were poor and owned people. Yes, first of all. The, the audacity to be poor to all people and still be, be poor, poor yeah you got the game fucked up yeah okay if you're gonna own some people sure. you're doing it wrong but this is where the classism came in there were people who had larger plantations mm-hmm. you know way more slaves last week we talked about the picture of yeah. the walkers yes that man was rich as fuck okay and i'm not saying adopt that racist mentality that's not what i'm saying but i'm saying that's where the class system came in oh he had hella slaves he had hella money so you had hella white people who wanted to get on his level right so how do you do it okay you go how you give on niggas right right but see now we have adopted that yeah other people meaning non-whites i have to have more than the next nigga if this nigga doesn't have as much as me they're beneath me yep and that's you don't have as much education as me you don't have as much money as me your house isn't as big as mine your car isn't better than mine you don't you don't have as many bitches as me like you name it there is a class system literally for everything and a lot of us have bought into this and this is this is where we are perpetuating white supremacy yeah very much so. Because you can have the most of everything. You can have, you know, as Jay-Z said, what's better than one billionaire? And beyond that, two, that doesn't make you a better Black person. Because it, it just means you have more money, mm-hmm. right? That's it. But it doesn't, it doesn't, but in our minds, we have convinced ourselves, they have more money, they're a better nigga. Yeah, and that's not very natural. But I tell you this. It doesn't matter how rich you get. White people, even the poorest of white, will still look at you and be like, nigga! (laughs) With a hard R. With a hard R. So that's why we have to recondition ourselves to not think we're better than because we may be here in life. Right. But then you have Black people who are still at this level and they may not ever rise to where you are that'll make you better not at all it don't make it you better at all so you can sit with yourself have a self-awareness conversation about how you view yourself and your people or you cannot either way it goes we'll be back here next week yes to talk about some more racial shit yeah we wrapping it up though yes we, we, we got other up. shit we need to be talking about but yeah bringing our our outside voice inside. Yes. Until next week, people. Adios, amigos. Deuces.